You're listening to Outsmitten on Sin Nation. And we're about to have an interview with Jody Newcomb, the creative producer of Empire of Dirt, an environmental work by James Gertz, which is up on Rodder Lane at RMIT off Latrobe Street until June the 17th. Hello, Jody. Hello, how are you? Very good, how are you? Good, thank you. So, Jody, tell us a little bit about your involvement with this project. So, I'm the director of Carbon Arts, and we work across a number of disciplines and with a number of institutions, and we've been working with RMIT, the site of the work, for a number of years at their Centre for Art, Society and Transformation. And we've also been working with Wonderment Walk, who funded this project, and we've conceived of work that would bring some of the research in the university around environmental sustainability to a public audience, and to see as well what would emerge when we brought an artist and a scientist together to collaborate and to bring that conversation into public space. So um, how did you find delivering such a message to a university audience? Look, it's really interesting when you work with the arts, as you would know, there's nothing particularly direct or didactic by nature. Art in itself uh, raises more questions than it answers. And so having a site that James could work with was a sort of starting point. And he, he really took that literally and as a site-specific work and as an artist who works very deeply with the phenomena of nature. He started working with the soil there and that worked really well because the, um, the scientists he, were working, he was working with were looking at microbial science and, and do a lot of soil analysis and so forth. So it really kind of emerges from the ground and it's something that's sort of multi-layered meditation on the site, if you like. Whether or not people kind of get that as they look at the work instantly is another question, but they will also have to sort of start to sort of excavate the layers and find what lies beneath in terms of the process of the project, if that makes sense. So are there actually live termites in this or is it just an inspiration? Uh, no, it's just an inspiration. I think maybe property services would have a cause for alarm otherwise. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, I mean, whether whether they immediately appear to be termite mounds is another question. Like, they do look definitely organic, mm-hmm. insect-like structures, and I think that in itself is something that really draws people's attention to, to the sort of changes in that site. And so how does the sort of science part of it come into it? Because the art is almost self-evident in the kind of expressionistic way that the piece looks and, you know, the, mm. the shapes of it. But what part of it is the science? Um, look, it's, it's really fascinating to me because I, um, when I saw the light boxes, so there's two elements in the project. Um, the light boxes are a composite of images that James has taken in the lab with the scientists as well as his site-specific psychogeographical drawings, he calls them, mm-hmm. and, and then the sculptural works which attach to various elements of the walls and the, and the structures there. When I was on the opening night speaking to Andy Ball, who's the researcher uh, James worked most with, uh, we were looking at these light boxes together and I said, Andy, can you tell us a little bit about what's in here? And he said, this, this is exactly what we see when we look through a microscope, and yet James has presented it in a totally different way. So for him, it was actually a recognisable scientific um, analysis. But for us, as you say, walking through that laneway, they look like beautiful photographic and drawing composites. Hmm. But I think, yeah, sort of for the learned eye, there's actually something there. And that kind of brings, for me, the most interesting aspect of the project to light, which is the magic that happens with, with those two people and the conversations that those two people have that kind of open up new possibilities for research. Yeah, so how do you think it inspires like other um, creatives as well as scientists? Well, for the scientists that James worked with, um, and I think this is probably true of a number of scientists who've worked with artists in art science residencies around Australia and internationally, 
they were very invigorated and enervated by James's presence in the lab and his methodology and his intense analysis and, and inquisitiveness and his particular, I guess, bent on, mm. on um, what they were doing to the extent that they're actually now going to seek out further art science residencies, having never worked with an artist before. That's I think right. that's quite an amazing yeah. outcome. And... Yeah, I, I think that, that, like I was saying, that magic that, ha- that happens in that relationship then has filtered through the university. I mean, we're working, we're working also with, the, as I mentioned, the Centre for Art, Society and Transformation, which is about how do artists working in these sort of research contexts help sort of bring that societal transformation. And my particular interest is where that happens in relation to sustainability, because sustainability is a multidisciplinary field, but also a multidisciplinary set of problems. So all these interlinked kind of problems that we're looking at do require fresh eyes and the artist sort of brings that to light. And I think James has done that in a number of ways through the different kind of narratives that he's brought to bear on this project, which you'll, you'll get a, you'll get more of an insight into if you watch the video that we have, the promotional video, and, yeah, through these sorts of conversations. So what was the most challenging aspect of, of bringing something like this to life? Oh, wow, there were lots of challenging aspects <laughs> of this project. Um, but if you look at the technical execution, I was speaking to the fabricator who made the, the termite mound structures, and he said that, in fact, by working with James, they created whole new ways of producing um, their work. They actually, actually created a machine himself to do just what James wanted because he had such a precise and, yeah, I guess he had so much integrity around what he wanted to produce. And that really drove the producer to make to make it work, which I think is a, a great testament to James's vision. So that was that was an, an kind of technological innovation that came about. But yeah, the other the other problems were really about the site structure. And uh, one of my personal frustrations is how heritage buildings kind of stopped lots of really interesting things happening. We sort of create. I mean, I, I appreciate the value of heritage, but it sometimes seems to be overblown when it comes to interventions, temporary interventions, particularly artistic ones. But even when you go into the environmental field, the struggle with retrofitting a building when it's a heritage one also frustrates mm. me. So yeah, there's sort of you know dealing with buildings and sites and and the very rigid structures that you know are imposed in that kind of environment. Have you uh, got any sort of projects lined up for yourself after well, this we're one? Well, we're doing another one actually that's. Um, that's emerged out of this collaboration. So we had a competition for, for the winner of this project and James obviously won, but the runner-up was another team of artists from RMIT who are sound artists. Mm-hmm. And the project we're taking forward is about green infrastructure and how um, you know, the research partner in this project is looking at how biodiversity within the city brings a greater sense of um, well-being and, and health to city inhabitants. And so we're working with the, with the artists to actually bring sound to these interventions in public space. So it'll be sort of like a green grassland flowering uh, installation with uh, an incredible kind of sound and interactive element, which will also help us understand uh, how people are reacting to the work and how their bodily kind of signals change mm. in response to this calming, hopefully calming environment. So there's really interesting research questions mm. uh, emerging from that one too. Yeah, that sounds really fascinating and really um, up and coming. Thanks for talking to us, Jodie. Empire of Dirt is um, up on Rhoda Lane off the Trobe Street um, in RMIT until Saturday, June 17th. Yep. Thanks so much.